Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am here today with myself. It's just a solo episode and I kind of wanted to go over some of my own habits in dieting, fat loss, and just staying lean with you because I think at the end of the day, um, it's our habits that make or break us. We don't really get to decide our futures, but we do get to decide our habits and in turn, those habits will decide our futures. So I wanted to share my daily habits with you in terms of um, dieting, nutrition, just like overall lifestyle in hopes that it can help you because I went through a long, a long, long, long period in my life where I felt like, oh, I needed to count calories. Oh, I needed to follow this diet. I needed to do this or this or this. When in reality, I just needed to start small and focus on the daily habits that would over time accumulate into the physique I wanted or how I'd feel or just overall general health. So I'm going to break them down one at a time and kind of dive in. And um, so let's take it from here. So first thing um, was going from eating multiple times a day, like five to six times a day, thinking that that was going to quote unquote boost my metabolism and just eating now three, maybe four, but usually three big ass meals a day with no snacks. Um, I think at first when you see that written down or you, you hear that, it's pretty normal to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I only get to eat three times a day. Like, no, it's not enough. But I found after trying it out, like I gave it a shot and it has been such a game changer for me. I've eliminated snacking and I've just really focused on creating three to four. And I tend more towards three so that I can have even bigger calorie meals. But three big ass meals, like I take one plate and I Fill it the fuck up. Excuse my language, but it is big. Like it's, it's full. And if you guys watch my stories on Instagram, you'll see my meals and the plate is full. It's got a lot of food on there and they're usually between somewhere between five to 700 calories, depending on the day, depending on my goals, but they're pretty big. Um, and the reason why the strategy works so well is because you're in this abundance mindset. You've got this huge ass plate of food in front of you and you're like, oh man, I get to eat all this. And you get kind of excited about it, one, but two, you don't feel restricted. If you have all of this abundance in front of you, you're not going to have this sense of, oh, but like, what's my next meal? Or, oh, but maybe I need dessert. Like if you really do fill your plate up and satiate you and And I'll talk about how to create that plate, but if you fill that plate up, it's psychologically and mentally going to put you a little bit at ease. So I do recommend if you right now are doing like three meals with two to three snacks to maybe cut down on that and do start with just one snack and then you can drop to no snacks and make your meals bigger and bigger. But I really think that the benefits of this are not only for, um, you know, for me- for mental sake, but also it's it takes a lot of time in our day thinking about food. Like 
if you were if you were able to somehow track the amount of times your brain thought about food throughout the day I'm sure it would be like hundreds and so the less often especially when we're trying to lose fat the less often we think about food the less temptation there is and the less likely we are to overeat or eat more calories than we need so if you are only eating three times a day rather than five times a day that's only three chances to overeat rather than five chances to overeat so you're kind of setting yourself up for just more success Uh, and so I personally have found that it just makes life a lot easier I have to do what press less prep I have to do less like shopping for snacks which is why I don't really talk about snacking that much because I just don't do it and I found that when I snack it ended up being like chips or something that wasn't really the best option Um, even nuts but I you know 10 nuts 15 nuts is a serving and that's just not enough nuts for me (laughs) to be totally fair so um, three to four meals big meals a day And whatever your calorie goal is, just divide it by three or four. And that's how many calories-ish your meal should come out to be. Um, But in the spirit of not tracking calories and using habits, um, I want to talk about creating that plate of food and what that should look like. So for most of us, about half of our plate should look like a lot of color. So a lot of veggies. um, And those can be in the form of mostly fibrous veggies. So lower calorie veggies should fill about half the plate. And then usually a good rule of thumb is a quarter of the plate should be protein. So whether that be eggs, fish, lean meats like turkey or bison or ground beef um, or steak. You can do um, salmon. I mean, really, whatever you like if you are a meat or a fish eater. And if you're not, then opting for higher protein carb sources as if you're a vegetarian or a vegan. um, Chickpeas, bees, beans, lentils, all that stuff that has higher, higher protein content. And lastly, the last quarter of your plate should be starchy carbs and fats. So starchy carbs like potato, rice, quinoa, um, anything in that realm, millet, flax, um, stuff like that. And then also healthy fats. So the flax, um, if you're having salmon, salmon's usually a higher, a higher fat fish, um, nut butters, um, extra virgin olive oil, avocado, cheese. So you kind of get the point where it's, Half of the plate is veggies, a quarter of the plate is protein, and a quarter of the plate is starchy carbs and fats. And if you follow that consistently, you actually really won't need to track calories. Um, Yes, if you're in a fat loss phase and you're you're plateauing and you're really trying to get a handle on portions, 100%. Um, And if you've never tracked calories before, then I definitely recommend tracking calories and weighing your food. But if you've had experience weighing and measuring and tracking for a while, you already can kind of get a sense for how much really is that tablespoon of peanut butter or how much really is that serving of rice um, because often we we overestimate our energy expenditure in the gym and we underestimate our calorie intake and that's usually the cause for weight gain just it's usually unintentional and it's you know it's not like done on purpose but it's something that happens so get yourself um, you know get yourself accustomed with how many calories are in things and then you won't have to do that for the rest of your life So, so far we've gone over three to four meals per day, no snacks, creating a plate. Um, Next, I want to talk about how long you should space your meals out. Um, So for me, typically I will wait. I will experience hunger for 30 to 60 minutes between meals. Um, That is, I think, the perfect amount of time for a... A good like you know you can you can start to feel the hunger building in your stomach. It should feel like a hollowness and an emptiness, and it's not too much time where when you go into the kitchen 
you're freaking ravenous um, because I'm sure you all have experienced like going going home getting home from wherever you're out with friends or whatever you get home you're starving or at least that's what you tell yourself you open the fridge and you're just like mowing you don't even wait to put it on your plate you're just like eating out of containers at this point I've done that plenty of times when I get home and no one's home I'm like oh man <laughs> like scoop it out like I don't even know I'm just like reaching in the fridge and eating straight out of the fridge so in order to prevent that that overeating it's kind of like that binge tendency I would recommend giving yourself 30 to 60 minutes of hunger and and then having a game plan for what that meal is going to be so if you know that you're going to be out with friends and you're coming back to the house to eat or you guys are going out to eat whatever it is look up the menu or go into my fitness pal and make a game plan for what your meal is going to be so that when you're in the midst of hunger you're not tempted to like increase the portion because you're like oh but I'm just so hungry because that's how you get off track so making a plan for your meal is going to help ensure that you are on track that you are staying within your calorie budget for the day um next so we so to recap we do three to four meals per day we have our how we make our plate and experiencing hunger for 30 to 60 minutes before each meal um now the one of the um the next things I want to talk about is liquid calories so I personally do not consume liquid calories except um like plant-based milks because I'm lactose intolerant and they're also lower calorie so I'll have either like almond milk or oat milk or cashew milk I really like cashew milk it's a lot creamier than almond milk and almond milk is kind of disgusting if you mix it with coffee it can get a little flaky and weird so my go-to is cashew um but besides that I don't consume any liquid calories like at all if I'm going to drink soda it's going to be diet soda um, and I don't drink it often but if I do it's going to be diet um if I want something bubbly though I'll usually opt for sparkling water seltzer water um and something like that but I won't opt for anything with calories even when I'm going out if I'm going to be drinking like alcohol I'll usually do um, a you know sparkling water, seltzer water, or something in whiskey. Um, I know not everyone would want, wants to drink that, but that's just my choice. You can do vodka sodas. You can get a lower calorie beer, but I recommend not wasting a lot of your calories on liquid because they don't fill you. Um, they, if anything, they make you want to have like more food later on. So at least that's my experience. Is if I'm drinking, I'm I have a tendency to want to eat after and that's usually where the issue comes into into play so if you're going to drink just know what you're drinking um, know the calories in your alcohol and during the day there's no need to have all these excess liquid calories like if you go out to Starbucks or Dunkin Donuts or whatever your local coffee shop is and you get a coffee regular there's already like 250 calories in that that's that's like almost a meal for some people you know so being just more aware of how many calories are in the things you drink where you're just kind of mindlessly drinking them opt for lower calorie options instead of cream you can drop down you don't have to drop like extreme you don't have to go like full-on coffee to with milk and sugar to black but you can start incrementally so if you're currently drinking your coffee with cream and sugar and you're consuming about 300 calories worth of liquid then maybe drop to two percent milk and then maybe to one percent milk and then maybe to skim milk and maybe to almond milk or cashew milk or oat milk or soy milk whatever you like um and instead of sugar i would say this one you don't need to wean yourself off instead of sugar just use the um either splenda um or the packets of like stevia 
or any of the natural sugars that are zero calorie and plant-based because when they're in a coffee you can't take you can't tell the difference so save yourself like hundreds of calories especially if you if you're someone that likes their coffee sweet and try that but I wouldn't recommend going I mean you can go cold turkey from cream and sugar to black coffee but it usually doesn't last long for people so slowly you know week by week maybe try a little bit lighter of a milk until you get down to a plant-based milk or into no milk at all and with the sugar thing just either reduce your sugar intake or slowly start to make that switch over to stevia or a plant-based zero calorie sugar so that's my biggest recommendation for those calories because they don't fill you the way that food does. Your stomach doesn't expand the same way food does. Um, so save your calories for food. I promise you, you will be happier you did. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is your environment. So if you are exposed to an environment where there's a lot of temptations, whether that be so in a social setting with friends or family or whether that be at home where you have like chips and brownies and cookies and all this shit in your house, you're going to ultimately eat it. It's not that you have no willpower. It has nothing to do with you and your, you know, your capabilities or willpower as a person. It's that you are shaped by the environment you are in. So if you are in a room full of cookies, you are bound to eat at least one of those cookies eventually. If you're in a room full of vegetables, you're bound to eat some of those vegetables. Um, and, you know, just like you, you know, that quote that, that you're the summary of the five people you spend the most time with. It's the same thing that goes for, you know, your environment. If your environment is thriving with a lot of vegetables and lean proteins and healthy fat sources and like, you know, the treat here or there you're going to have a lot easier time with success versus if you're in a home where there's always baked goods, there's always cereal in the, in the cabinet, there's ice cream always in the freezer, there's cookies and chips everywhere. You're going to be bound to eat them because they're there and they're easy and they're visible. Um, so for me, I know my roommates and I love to bake and I, I love baking. It's, there's something really cathartic about it, but when I am in a fat loss phase, I have to stop myself from baking so much because as, as much as I like to do it, I'll just eat it all. Um, and so I've, I've noticed that, oh my gosh, like we like to bake a lot. Like we'll always have, we always have something on the counter for everyone to share, whether it be banana bread or brownies or, um, we do a lot of like loaves of things like blueberry lemon bars or whatever it is. Um, I'll, I'll opt to eat it and, and maybe it's not even that much. It's little like bites licks and tastes throughout the day or throughout the week until it's gone but they add up you know it's like those calories still count so if that is the case right now if you find that like you look around your house you do a house scan and you notice that you have a lot of baked goods or packaged foods in your house that you really like it might not be the best idea to keep them around so give them to someone or have someone else in your family that isn't trying to lose fat eat them or throw them away. I mean, you already bought them and <clears throat> yeah, it sucks because you're just throwing food away, but the food is either going to go in your body and go away in the toilet or it's going to go in the trash and, you know, so, um, do yourselves a favor and set yourself up for success. Um, in terms of the social environment, I think that's probably one of the hardest things is if you're in a fat loss phase and your friends aren't, that's a very, very common problem for me, my clients, almost everyone I know is just having, you know, having a support system and not feeling like I have to bring Tupperware to the freaking bar, you know, um, which I don't recommend doing because you don't want to do that. <laughs> but I think the social environment 
um, making sure that if you're if you're there, having like someone that you're closest with knows your goals and just can support you in that, or knowing that okay, I'm gonna go out with my friends, so I'm gonna make like a set of rules for myself. I'm only gonna have one drink, or I'm only gonna have two drinks, or if they go out to eat, okay, I'm gonna get something with a lot of veggies and lean protein. I'm going to set myself up with rules, and so that no matter what. I'm sticking to them and I'm going to feel in control. I'm going to feel good and I'm I'm going to go into the social situation being social and not being this like person in the corner like, oh, well, I can't have any fun because I'm dieting. Like, no, that's not a way to live. Um, But understanding that maybe you do go over your calories a little bit on that day. And guess what, guys? That's freaking okay because you're not going out with your friends every single night. And if you are and you're trying to lose fat, then maybe you need to rethink your situation. But I guarantee if you're trying to lose fat and you really are trying, you're not going to be doing that. So just keep the bigger picture in mind. Like you want to be able to enjoy yourself and build this lifestyle. You shouldn't have to feel restricted to not going out with your friends. I've gone through probably two years of that where I just didn't understand that that was how it could be. Like I thought it had to be zero or nothing or all or nothing. And I, you know, I'm, I'm glad I went through that learning lesson, but I'm also... I, I want to save you from doing that. So I want you, you know, as you know, the podcast is called Balance with Sam. My business name is called Balance with Sam. And I truly believe that if you do have that balance between having fun, being social, hanging out with friends, you know, just living your life and enjoying your life, but then also sticking to your goals within reason, right? Like 80% of the time on track, focused, diligent, eating in a way that benefits you and your goals, Twenty, maybe 15 to 20% having fun, enjoying yourself, enjoying those foods that you really like, having a drink, going out with coworkers, all that stuff. That's okay. Because at the end of the day, if you can consistently do that for life, then you're, you're golden. You know, it's like you're, you're setting yourself up for a successful lifestyle based on habits. Um, okay. So we've gone over three to four meals a day, no snacks, experiencing hunger for 30 to 60 minutes before meals, eliminating or reducing at least liquid calories, how to create a plate and shaping your social and physical environments around you. Um, the last thing I wanted to cover is vegetables, protein, and fats. So vegetables are some people's worst nightmares. Some people love them. Um, shout out to everyone that loves vegetables because that's great. I'm really happy for you. I was not one of those people that loved vegetables. I was like, give me all of the carbs and eat as much as vegetables or carbs. I mean like starchy carbs. I was like, I could eat, you know, five batches of French fries. And although we could do that, it's probably not in our best interest to do so. So a good rule of thumb is to get six cups of veggies a day. And that might sound like a lot. Um, and it is a lot in some context and it isn't a lot in others. If you think about if you're eating three meals a day, that's two cups of veggies at each meal. That's really not that much. And for me personally, I don't usually have many vegetables at breakfast if I'm eating my typical oatmeal. So I'll just go heavier on veggies later in the day. So usually my lunch and dinner are pretty packed with veggies. And not they're not only for, you know, keeping you full and, and um, creating volume of meals. So like you get more food volume which means your stomach expands a little bit more. So psychologically, you feel more full because there's more food volume in you. Not only that, but it's just for straight out health. 
I mean, at the forefront of everything, and the, and the reason why you're doing what you're doing is to be healthier, to feel better. And including more veggies in your meals are going to make you feel better. They're going to boost your immune system. They're going to give you micronutrients. They're going to give you vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. All of these amazing benefits, they're going to make your skin brighter. They're going to make your mood better. They're going to help your gut. They're going to help you sleep better. It's like, what more could you want, you know? Um, so really focusing on trying to get six cups of veggies a day. If right now you're only getting one cup of veggies, then don't just go from one to six. Bear with me. Go from one to two and then two to three and start adding a cup each week. You don't need to go zero to a hundred. Slowly build these habits because the more time you focus on building the habits, the longer they're going to last and the longer they're just going to start to dictate your lifestyle to the point where these things are just subconscious. You just do them out of habit. You know, so like when I make a meal now, my my like initial thoughts are, okay, how am I going to get a source of protein in this meal? How am I going to get a shit ton of veggies in this meal? And what am I going to do for starchy carbs? If I eliminate one of those three things, I am so much more likely to have an additional something after my meal because I, first of all, wasn't satiated enough after the meal or two, I didn't fill myself enough. And that's no good. If you don't feel satiated or satisfied by your meal, you're going to be much more likely to go have like another full meal. Even if the meal is smaller, it will be more calorically dense. Your blood sugar will be a little bit off. So really focusing on creating that plate and using veggies to help fill you um, and give you just the benefits of health, you know. Um, so the next part of the meal, the we talked about the veggies, which is half the plate, um, is protein. And so I recommend, especially for females, at least 30 to 40 grams of protein per meal. For males, it's probably going to look something more like 50 to 60. And this all is going to depend on your weight, but it's a good rule of thumb. Um, I would say most of, almost actually all of my female clients are eating between 100 and, you know, even probably up to 200 grams of protein, depending on their body weight. Um, but you want at least 100, like that's a bare minimum. And so if you're getting 30 to 40 grams of protein per meal, that gets you over the 100 gram hump. So protein is the most satiating and filling macronutrient, and it also has the highest thermal effect, meaning it takes the, the body more time and more effort to burn calories consumed with protein. So if you're eating higher protein, your body requires more work, which means it burns more calories trying to break down the protein. It also is super important for repairing your muscles after you work out um, and keeping lean mass on your body when losing weight so that when you lose weight, it is mostly fat and not muscle because no one wants to be skinny fat. That's not cool. So focusing on protein, like I've mentioned earlier, my favorite protein sources are eggs, egg whites. Um, I love fish and this is just all personal preference. Um, fish like salmon or tuna or... Um, shrimp, even like white fish like cod or tilapia. And then in terms of meat, I love doing um, like Instapot shredded chicken or shredded um, or ground beef, ground turkey. And the ground beef and ground turkey are usually leaner cuts, like between 93 to 99% lean. Um, and that's usually about a quarter of my plate. So making that protein a quarter of your plate is going to help you maintain fullness one two keep your muscle mass and three just create a balanced composed plate and the last quarter of that plate is going to be the starchy carbs and fats so 
I recommend everyone getting at least 15 grams of fat per meal if you're eating three meals a day. Um, you can go a little bit lower if you're eating four meals a day, but three meals a day, about 15 grams of fat. The reason why fat is so important is because it keeps you full for longer. So it might not fill you up right away. Like if you've ever put your spoon in a container of peanut butter, you know how easy it is to just like keep spooning. But then all of a sudden, you it kind of hits you like a peanut butter like uh, wall. And you're like, oh, I'm so sluggish. And it's the same reason why when you go to Thanksgiving dinner and you have a lot of turkey um, or, and just have a bigger meal, you feel so, so sluggish after. It's because... It's a slowly digesting food, and so your body is like in this process of breaking it down, and it's a little bit delayed. So the fat helps you stay fuller longer, which is great because you can increase the time between your meals. So if typically you're eating five times a day, you're eating three meals and two snacks, you can get down to three meals and one snack, and then eventually just three meals. So 15 grams of fat, that's going to look like, it depends on what you're eating, that's going to look like roughly a half an avocado, two tablespoons of peanut butter, um, maybe a nice like a fattier cut of salmon, um, a little bit more, about a tablespoon of olive oil, um, maybe a little bit more than that actually, and then any trace fats that are in your carbs or fat or uh, proteins. So you don't need to add 15 grams of fat to your meal just make sure that you have some fat in your meal and then you might need to add a little bit more to get you to that 15 gram mark if you haven't counted calories like I said that's helpful so you can start to see what's in your food Um, but I'll always usually add a little bit of healthy fats to my meals to just keep me fuller longer so that being said I think that pretty much covers the majority of my habits Um, three to four meals per day with no snacks I experience hunger for at least 30 to 60 minutes before my meals and I make sure I have a game plan going into my meals so I'm not like I don't go into my fridge like a a ravenous beast Um, creating a balanced plate of food so half of the plate is fibrous veggies and those those fibrous veggies are like broccoli um, cauliflower greens spinach mushrooms tomatoes peppers eggplant stuff like that um And then a quarter of the plate is starchy carbs and fat, and a quarter of the plate is protein. And also, next habit is reducing or eliminating liquid calories. And lastly, making sure that you are shaping your social and physical environment in a way that benefits you. So, I hope all that was super, super helpful. Um, I know that for me, once I started focusing on habits, I could kind of slowly let go of counting calories. And for you, if you've been counting for a while, maybe this is a good way to start to transition to habit-based eating. Um, The benefit of habit-based eating over counting calories or tracking macros is that you never have to rely on anything but your own head moving forward. So I know a while back, my fitness pal was down for a few hours and everyone was freaking out, myself included. And I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, that's not a way to live. Like, I shouldn't have to rely on a piece of technology to tell me how to eat, you know? Um, Almost going back to our primal way of eating before dieting ever was in your head. Like, when you're a little kid, when you just don't really have a concept of what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, if anything. So trying to get you guys back to that point where you don't even have to think about calories anymore because you just know, okay, I'm going to have one plate and that's it. 
So if this has been helpful, please let me know. Um, you can head over to my website, www.balancewithsam.com. Give me feedback. You can message me on Instagram at salty lifts. You can head over to to Spotify or iTunes. And if you do enjoy the podcast, I would seriously so, so appreciate you leaving me five stars and just giving me a review, letting me know how much you like it. Um, All that stuff means the world to me and it helps me know that I'm doing a good job and how to better serve you guys. So I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. I really hope this was helpful and let me know how the habits go. All right. Peace out guys. See ya.